Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What is going on, everybody? It's too late to go back now. We are going live. <laughs> it is episode 119 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, it's Mary. Hello, everyone. She's more nervous than she uh, than she had thought she would be, I think. I'm getting those butterflies Aww. in my stomach. Ju- in, your, in your what? <laughs> my stomach. I don't even I don't even know what that is, but that, that, that's good. So uh, we are... I, oh, I, got, I can't see the super chats in here. Lydia, can you... Or I can't here, see the chats. Let me fix it. Um, you want chats? Uh, All right, keep want, talking. Introduce I want to be able to talk. Our so other guests. We have we Dane with us today. Please, uh, well, as I say, introduce yourself, but it's too late now. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Are You ner- You were nervous. You were more nervous earlier. Uh, for, I, as I said, for some reason. When the when, lights come on, yeah, I feel you, you enter yep. your character. Yep. Correct. Yep. So You're a star, Dane. We are, we are, we are learning you. as we go here. There's, uh, we're <laughs> letting the stream catch up. We're letting the stream catch up. We good? Shout out to technical issues. And yeah, we're one. having technical issues. That's all right. Based. We're, do- we're going to go into. Hold up on your phone. What's up? Hold up on your phone. Okay. All right. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Lydia, introduce yourself, please. I'm also here. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> well, we got money already. I don't think anybody <laughs> saw it. No way. Nobody oh, no. saw it. Uh, so <laughs> if you saw uh, that, guys, that is uh, that is what happens when you get a super chat. You're <laughs> oh going to gosh. see money go flying, and I don't think anybody <laughs> actually saw that. Oh but my, uh, my hope is that they will see it in the future, and we're going to try yes. and make this as... Uh, if you send it again, it, it will. We yeah, promise. there it was. It happened. It happened on We're Lydia dreading. as we switched oh to her God. camera. Oh, okay. So, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Lydia, now awesome. you get to do a proper introduction for okay. yourself. I'm also here. I'm trying to help Brett troubleshoot all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. I am the producer of Timcast IRL. I will be there this evening. I was also out with Matthew Foldy earlier today because he's running in my city. I am stoked for this show. This is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Timcast IRL is very structured, and hopefully, we'll just be able to have yep. some fun. Do you want to move your that way a little bit which way that right way? yep yes perfect perfect, perfect. There we go. guys i said that on the on the <laughs> test stream i said f it we're doing it live right. so we got a bunch of stuff to talk about we've got margot robbie in the news with the my favorite type of segment to do here which is who the hell asked for this oh, oh my gosh that's on camera <laughs> so nice. that's a, that is what happens when you super chat ten dollars or more and it is exactly Ooh. that funny every single time <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to figure this out as we go and i'm gonna have to find a way to not be super distracted by that every time it happens I but we'll get used that's to it. kind of the whole appeal yeah. of it is truly that one of my greatest ideas we're making yes. it rain <laughs> in here yes so i'm gonna have to yeah we 
we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. So we got Margot Robbie in my favorite type of segment, which is called "Who the Hell Asked for This?" Which is yeah. uh, they're making a Pirates of the Caribbean six, which uh, uh, ties into Johnny Depp and some hilarious news we've got there because that is. <laughs> exactly what we're talking about. It's, okay. it's going to be so distracting it's every single money. time. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about Margot Robbie, Johnny Depp. We're going to talk about P Diddy um, having the gall to. Uh, yes, I know P Diddy. He's he's still alive. That's still yes, a person. He's still around, alive and kicking. He mm-hmm. he is still there. That if you were wondering if he was, he is. Uh, he's got some stuff coming up in the news. Uh, basically, where he had the gall to tell people that uh, they shouldn't be like exiled from society forever for doing the wrong thing once. Uh, so how dare he? We're going to talk about that. We are going to talk. About about uh, the new tool from Activision, which is literally uh, creativity is dead, so they have a diversity algorithm. Mm-hmm. So we got that. We got Podluck. We've got a whole bunch of other stuff. So if you guys are ready, are we ready? Final warning to the <laughs> Spotify viewers. Get on YouTube. This is your time to view us on YouTube. That's right. This is a visual show now. Yes. <laughs> you have uh, to watch indeed. us make it rain in the studio. That's right. <laughs> if you want to watch me be constantly uh, distracted by, by getting money literally that's shot the best part. Uh, right. at, at me, uh, that's what you're going to have to do is to watch it on YouTube. So please, if you are listening on Spotify right now after the fact, please come back and uh, check out the YouTube come channel. Come with us live. Yes. Uh, and the segments will be going up as usual starting tomorrow. So there's going to be all sorts of stuff. So if you guys are ready, should we just get right into it? Yeah, let's Hell go. All right. Yeah. All right, so it says Margot Robbie Pirates of the Caribbean movie uh, is, go- is basically is moving forward, and the producer confirms that she's the star, and that Jack uh, Jack Sparrow, that uh, Johnny Depp may still be involved. Though I have my own doubts about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's going to take us a while it's to get into the groove. We're going to keep workshopping we're good. this. We're good. So <laughs> we're it good. says. It's all good. All right. So it says fans were heartbroken when Johnny Depp confirmed his recent stint in court has no money, uh, has that no amount of money could persuade him to return to the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, which drew a pretty definitive line uh, under his two year, two decade tenure as the screen, as the screen's Jack Sparrow. I screwed that one up at the end there. <laughs> uh, so it says we're making the, we're making that definition because uh, the actor has become famous for bringing his pirate's costume with everyone with him everywhere he goes. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the videos of him like he goes to like hospitals like you know how, yeah. like uh, rest, oh, yeah. a lot of people do like make a wish foundation type stuff. He goes to like hospitals and does like his own he goes up in costume and That's comes up so as Jack nice. Sparrow. Yeah, I know, right? He steals so, our money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he well he, he'd have an easy time doing that here right, yeah. right now. <laughs> if you say so uh, so it says uh, so basically they're they're moving forward with the sixth movie and for some reason because we are in the era of the female reboot they're going to make it um the type of thing where you can't uh, i mean you could have a worse choice than margot robbie as i said earlier i do think she has like pirate chick vibes she'd look good in some flowing sleeves can you explain that what what pirate chick vibes are i don't know like she'd look good with some smudged eyeliner and like some braids and like Big pirate sleeves. She like, pro- I mean, she throwing a dagger will. around. Yeah, for like, sure. I, I, I like her in this role. Do you want to pull up the uh, the chat on your phone? Uh, yeah, since sure. And have it in there. So I, I, I don't know if like. It, just because she can pull it off doesn't mean you need to do it. It's right. kind of the idea. <laughs> well, like, no, just because you I can. I do hope that Johnny Depp, like I'm hoping against hope that they will include Johnny Depp, you know? Uh, so it's just because you can doesn't mean that you should. Uh, it says a sixth installment in the main franchise was announced in development alongside a spinoff being crafted by Birds of Prey duo Margot Robbie and Christina hmm. Hodson. That's a problem. Uh, they couldn't even come up with a good name for the Birds of Prey movie, if anybody remembers. That what was the original name? It was uh, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One. Oh. Harley oh, Quinn. Right. I can't believe you even Cringe. remember that. Which was well, which was so bad that they eventually had to like shorten it in the theaters and just name it Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. But they were only doing that because you know somebody like me knows 
Birds of Prey, but the average person doesn't. They just know Margot Robbie and they right. know Harley Quinn. We're now uh, feminist, Brett. That that, that <laughs> right. is that is me. I am, I am the feminist here. Uh, so uh, so basically, they talk here. It says, "Yes, we are talking with Margot Robbie. We are developing two pirate scripts: one with her and one without." I don't know what one you do if it doesn't involve him. That role is kind of like um, the best example I can give is uh, a lot of people say like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. <laughs> I like to use the example of James Gandolfini as Tony Soprano in The Sopranos. That's his role, and it really shouldn't be anyone else. It's on the way of my notes. That is that is what's happening here. That's not going to work. Uh, or it's like, I guess it's like trying to make Arnold Schwarzenegger not the Terminator. Right. It doesn't really work uh, in that context. But uh, it kind of segues into what's going on in the trial, since uh, he did say he did say that he said he would never turn back to Pirates of the Caribbean for any any amount of money. I don't know if I buy that. Absolutely I not. That. I, I no. think that everyone has a price at this point, but I'm not sure. But it says uh, we're going to go ahead right into it. I'm going to lead oh, you guys yeah. like this one is hilarious. It says Amber Heard testifies about poop in bed. Uh, Depp's dog ate some weed. What? I- what? That's a real thing. <laughs> That's a real thing. So oh uh, uh, imagine, remember when you were a kid and you were like, my dog ate my homework? Yeah. It's kind of like that, only like <laughs> more graphic <laughs> and, and awful. So it says, uh, Amber just testified about a fight she had with Depp around her 30th birthday, saying that Depp grabbed her by her pubic bone. I wonder if she actually said pubic bone. Uh, and said. asked, uh, <laughs> you want to be tough like a man? She says things got so bad that she had to use the couple's safe word, which was couch. Uh that's okay. an interesting safe Yes, word. Uh, to get him to stop. So th- is that supposed to insinuate that it was like consensual and then they have like a safe word to consider? Or like they get mad at each other and still have a safe word and, and use that yeah, to stop. Yeah, how is, does that work? I, I have Listen, no idea. Well, Amber, ha- uh, Amber Heard is a f- faithful fan of the show. Yes. <laughs> I, I just got to say. Like, because she's watching. Absolutely. Like during the, the case, they put some audio of her. Yeah. As she was talking to Johnny and she was like, I want couch. <laughs> and for, for oh, it all makes sense but now. It, no, but in that, uh, did she actually say that? Yeah, she's like, yes. I want couch, <laughs> and I want you to want couch. But for her, I don't know what that means. It meant like sit down and like let's talk. But, well, that's what I thought. But maybe she was saying like, I want safety. I want safety. That's so maybe weird. we've been wrong the whole time, and she <laughs> this actually is so convoluted. Would, maybe she's making that up after the fact that they never had. That's a what I'm saying. Yeah. Would it be funny if, like, after all the last couple of years we've had with all the allegations, I think this is the one where she actually is telling the truth. And oh, whoa! This is never gonna get old. Never I, I like it. It's, it's never gonna <laughs> get old. You. It's always going to be funny. <laughs> uh, so it says Amber's back on the stands uh, on Monday after a week-long break, and her defense team just brought up the infamous incident. Heard says that the dog, whose name was Boo. <laughs> who was a puppy at the time had gotten into uh, Johnny's marijuana stash. So that's uh, hide your drugs better. Yeah, kids. seriously. You should be hiding your drugs better. Weed is not uh, good for pets. It's, it's very bad. It's kind of like chocolate with yeah, dogs, right? Very, I'm, ass- very bad, I'm assuming. Yeah. I have no idea. Heard uh, says that uh, before she and her girlfriends left for Coachella, the dogs were up on the bed, and that's when Boo crapped in the bed. But the problem is, if, if you guys remember, is they literally had the thing where somebody pulled the sheets back over the bed. To make yeah, it so like, yeah, like the dog didn't. Do I like that. the idea the that the dog that. just hates Johnny Depp and did it, and then also pulled the sheets just back like, up. F you. Yeah, the, the dog's like, I'm not a fan. But here's the thing, like, not to be graphic, but you can't really compare the size of a puppy's nope, not poop close. to a grown adult. No, no you cannot. What's the argument? The dog consumed drugs, thus her <laughs> in empathy. Then poop the bed? I don't know. Uh, or is the <laughs> argument like, uh, I, I definitely was not uh, the abuser in this relationship because the dog pooped the bed. And thus, you know. It's all fine, yeah. Okay, well, so that it's means a, it's fine. So uh, Amber's team claims that Johnny is a victim shamer, which is, I, I think, 
right now he's winning the public relations war big time. Definitely. Uh, do, they, do they know that she's on record, literally recorded on the phone talking about how like she hit him and stuff? That's, Honestly. She's also recorded basically saying like no one is going to believe you. Yeah. Yeah. Like so. when, when, whenever <laughs> we talk about this entire, the entirety of this, that's the thing that always comes back to me because I'm the one who like Hannah Claire is always like stop giving them the benefit of the doubt. I always give people the benefit of the doubt. Right. Uh, and for me, it ends up being one of those things where all I can think about is that context is saying that, you know, that line where it's like, that's awful. Like to be like, to, he, that's not just humiliating, it's degrading. Uh, and it's a weird type of like, imagine how alone you would feel if you're like, like, like put in that position. And she's like, I'm going to, I can say whatever I want. And nobody's going to believe a word you said because of the stigma, you know, the stigmatization. Right. Well, didn't she, of, ex- didn't she explicitly say, I am so small. No one's going to ever believe that you were abused by me. She said that? Yeah. So. I didn't yeah. hear that. She said yeah. that. Has there ever been a more clutch recording? Yeah. Like, like, for real. He's, he's like, this is it. incredibly incriminating. <laughs> Let me just say this on the phone. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> sure there's, recorded. I mean, there's probably like a whole generation of guys now who are like, anytime a fight starts, just hit record automatically. Exactly. That's what Dude. I do whatever Mary's in the room. I'm like, <laughs> I know you are. Don't trust her at all. That's why we're live. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. okay. um, so, so it says uh, the, the PR team. So basically it says PR expert believes that Depp's uh, defamation trial against Ember could revive his career. That I do believe that even if he loses the trial, his career will, if not rebound right away, he's at least going to, like nobody's going into it anymore looking at him as the, than you know as the abuser in this situation right. and that's i good. i kind of look at it more as like they were just really awful for one another and that's kind of mary me and mary have ver- <laughs> yeah. varying <laughs> levels of opinions We've on had this friction about this issue so let's today. talk like let's do you want to read your opinion piece uh yeah sure so um julia fox decided to chime in on instagram uh, about the trial and oh, her good. take <laughs> is sympathetic to amber heard's side of events she said she never had the power in the relationship to be abusive to him. Mm. Did she hit him? Yes. Was it abuse? No. You need to have power to be able to abuse it. She was 25. He clearly was always way more powerful, <laughs> including physically and financially. And she also added that Johnny Depp is so in love with Amber Heard. And this is clearly a sick way of still trying to control her life by suing her all over the world. The problem is the power isn't in the physical aspect of it anymore. The power is in what you can do with someone's image. At least that's right. the way I said Like uh, In a world now where perception is reality and all it takes is one negative article written about you to make that your first Google result. Mm-hmm. Like in, in the information age, right? Uh, and they do this, like certain industries do this. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank certain you. industries do this on purpose, right? Where it's like, if you want... To <laughs> <laughs> you stuff uh, that in your bra, Dane. We're going to have the... There's going to be um, the safe companies going to... Yeah, the... the what? 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 Okay. So in, in, in the information age where your reputation is everything, all it takes is one negative Google result to, to ruin your reputation at the very, you know, at the very least when you're, if you go to get employed somewhere, that's a little bit different for his industry, right? But it, you know, he's not, the, the average person isn't watching this case extrapolating to what it means for celebrity. The average person is extrapolating like, what does this mean to the average person? Right. And for the average person who doesn't have a public image, if the first thing that comes up when, they, when a, a new employer searches your name is something like this, your life could be done. Like, okay, I, I get what you're saying about um, the power that you could have over somebody's image. <laughs> and that has nothing to do with like your physical size or... Mm-hmm. Well, it, it does have something to do with how much money you have. But um, 
they're talking like prior to her opinion piece uh they're saying that the age gap and the gap in wealth and their careers Mm -hmm. is what would make it impossible for her to be the perpetrator of the abuse right i mean my view is that it's probably you know a case where abuse went both ways and crazy things were done both ways and in a way i kind of like i i don't find julia fox's view uh convincing i just think that johnny depp uh, wouldn't have tolerated the behavior that Amber Heard displayed had she not been extremely attractive. Yes, and I know what Julia is trying to do here. I'll tell you exactly what she's trying to do. Do you guys remember when they defined racism? They redefined racism the as power plus, plus power privilege. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Like, I but, saw you know, that privilege plus power. Yeah, they say that power is required to mm-hmm. be X. Now they're saying that power is required to be abusive. This You're is kind of the applying case. the same dialectic. Exactly the same. Um, Her yes. argument is literally she hits like a girl, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, well, this is exactly what Amber said in that phone call. She's like, no one's ever going to believe that which, I was able to hurt you because I'm tiny. Look and me, that's, I'm so aw- cute. that's awful oh, because uh, for, to me, that means that the dude can never stand up for himself. Right. Uh, and he's forced to basically subjugate himself all the time for fear of being the aggressor. That it's is- also like obfuscating the issue is, is that like, all of the abuse uh, or like in major part the abuse that amber heard perpetrated against johnny depp yeah. would have been psychological not just yeah. physical which to me it is would more have been mostly psychological one of the things that i i find today is like back in the day courage would have been described as something like you go to war and you do something extremely courageous dangerous and uh life-threatening for like a s- short period of time if you get in a fight with someone that is a uh a from point A to point B and then you know the fight is over and you had your moment of courage or bravery whatever that may be right now psychological torture can be done digitally you know on your phone and some you know you can be psychologically tortured all the time this happens a lot when people have their names smeared you mm-hmm. wake up to a thousand people sending you message because they read something about you that may or may not be true right. and you can't get away from that you if you in today's age when you live on your phone or at least you have to have the ability to contact people uh, a lot of people don't even communicate through email as much anymore they use apps and stuff like that right. you have to have access to these things and be around you know you're going to watch yourself be degraded your image be degraded in real time and that can be considered torture and i think that leans into there's a a feminine aspect to that that's not meant to be sexist that women are more cerebral uh in how they deal with one another men tend to fist you know use their fists to solve problems where women tend to use psychological means not anymore no one can use fists to solve problems that's true that's kind of what i resent about it yeah i don't like that you wish you you wish you could no one can settle issues (laughs) in a clean and done way anymore Uh, it's all underhanded and did, did anybody did opinion anybody see, pieces and defamation. Did anybody see the the Saturday Night Live? No. no okay. I did yes, not. I did. Okay, if <laughs> and it one, was terrible. If there's obviously. anything that we can agree on as a society, <laughs> it's that they uh, that they took literally the 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 funniest thing going on in pop culture in the last right. several many several years and somehow made it unfunny. Yeah, like my do. point is not that 
this isn't a laughing matter. Like, I'm really offended that you're joking about something so serious as, like, a domestic I just mean it's unfunny. Like, make it funny, though. I'm I'm not saying that it's it's not not a funny It's not that it's off the table for jokes. She pooped on a man's bed. Like, that's freaking freaking hilarious. hilarious. And they somehow managed to make it cringe. How do you make that unfunny? It's it's more her body language in the whole trial. She's just like, like, what did you say earlier? She's dressed like who? Like like, Kim Jong-un or Dr. Evil (laughs) today. (laughs) The blonde lady. it's, and it's like they're sabotaging her with the way she's dressing lately. Yeah. She's well, aren't nuts. you supposed to wear blue in, in courtrooms? I don't know. Blue conveys trust or something like that? I don't know. But something the blonde like lady that. that's that's in this skit, this woman has been in every dumpster fire of a skit. Like, she is like... Was she the one who played Hillary? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my I gosh. Mean, amazing. Just as so you know that, like, pretty much every Leonardo DiCaprio movie is going to be so artsy and cool. Like, every movie, like, that... Every skit this lady's on is gonna be an absolute disaster <laughs> horror film. And they didn't do anything like they didn't really. Use, they were afraid to use Amber Heard in the skit for fear of uh, uh, of Being portraying. Sued. Yeah, well, oh. uh, so it says the this is one of the tweets. It says the grotesque SNL skit parodying the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial is a direct result of the behavior of Depp supporters on the internet. This phenomenon of openly mocking and sensationalizing domestic violence and sexual assault victims on social media is bleeding into every cul- in, into every cultural space possible. Yes, it is annoying when somebody hits somebody and then tells them that they won't be believed when they get hit. This is gaslighting. I know, right? This is gaslighting. This is the popular view, and yep. they know it, and they hate it, and they're fighting against it with everything they have, and it's not gonna win. It's not gonna matter. I do like they're this. Lose. The rest of them were kind of just like uh, this is from Andy Senor too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like it says leave it to SNL to not only be late but also ignorant and unfunny as they make uh, fun of Johnny De- uh, the Johnny Depp trial. Didn't even have the balls to have any cast member play a, a crying Amber Heard, let alone get any of the other trial players right. Lame. Like, like think about them recreating my dog stepped on a bee yeah that would be so funny but instead they had to go for like johnny depp and it, it, there's a part where they're like do you find this funny and he's like a little bit <laughs> somebody said they should have done like a like a thing with the secret love affair between johnny depp and his That's, lawyer yes there's like, so much material there like, there's kind of a tension between johnny De- uh, depp and amber Heard's lawyer yeah well I, like, I, that kind of too and, yeah. and the thing is he is far more charming and convincing than she is which is why i i tend to be hesitant with him as well because right. he's an actor he's a, he's a actor. much better actor yeah. than she is so <laughs> yeah. the, the idea that uh that he could also be kind of gaming the system though to be fair there is more clear-cut evidence for him than there right. is for her so i don't know I, all i know is that i don't want to see a margot robbie pirates of the caribbean movie one johnny I, depp yes we, we would rather have johnny depp back so 100%. i don't know if we'll end up getting there but uh i, I think everyone here was kind of sad for last week because they were not on <laughs> trot like how yeah. how ghoulish is that that like we were all like oh come on where's like, all the drama <laughs> like that is kind of peak 2022 like what the hell is society coming to and you're right. like i kind of missed the fact that these two people that were horrible to each other aren't playing it out I on a public stage i kind of miss watching you cry on the stand yeah that's beyond my comprehension exactly it, <laughs> yeah. it, it is very much so so can i just close this little segment with this comment from this one twitter user which apparently passes for journalism now she says y'all do ish like make fun of women's experience of domestic violence on national television and then are shocked that comedians are getting the taste slapped out of their mouths that's dangerous that's actually promoting the idea of using violence against people who make jokes that you don't like i really hate that that they're, makes you so uncomfortable they're completely okay with that oh of course they they're, are. they're absolutely completely right. okay they with see that. no way that this could possibly come back to bite them no no yeah, we were talking about that last week because it's just like the ultimate admission that 
they think words and physical violence are on the same playing field. They actually believe that uh, like uh, that words are violence, and right. not just that, but like silence is violence. So, so you have if to you both don't speak. say the right words in the right order at the right time. They will give you the words to say, yeah, and the yeah. order in which to say them. They want that power. The only thing that's not violence is the script they give you. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. As the resident unfunny jokester, uh. this is quite concerning. It is okay. Yeah, we'll protect you. Me and me and Dane have to be very careful because we are not exactly funny. So we have to be. Uh, you know, <laughs> it wasn't good. meant to be See? mean. We're just not very funny we'll just have to make that our thing <laughs> all right so uh this one is kind of more um uplifting to me okay. in a very weird way and i have a very strong <laughs> opinion in this in this he did arena. he is uncanceling the cancel yes, yes. which he's stealing piers morgan's job from let's him let's do it it is uh so piers morgan has recently been one of the many people that's turning cancel culture into a product something <laughs> that they can sell you uh, uh you know for every for everything every time the world goes one way somebody's going to have something going the other way as a you know as a means of profiting but in a way i don't have a problem with this as much as i would you know, the average uh, thing. The idea here is that uh, P. Diddy hypes Morgan Wallen and Travis Scott on the billboards. He says, I'm uncanceling the canceled only. He says it in what voice? Uncanceling the canceled. Yes. I love it. So this came out the other day and it says, uh, Sean P. Diddy Combs, who, yes, is still alive and I haven't really thought of in a great many years, <laughs> uh, uh, will use his 2022 Billboard Music Awards hosting and executive producer role to spread love and forgiveness and ar around some awesome. formerly unlovable do uh unlovable dudes now that's kind of hard to like unlovable is very hard i mean that is yeah, kind the of heck? the motivation behind it yeah so it says, you know this is a religion like didn't the church used to sell forgiveness as well they sold yeah they sold little things well indulgence like, yeah, indulgences. yeah indulgences. they're yeah. literally doing that again can you explain yeah. that to me so the the catholic church i believe like used to like the pope used to sell basically there were certain indulgences that you could by in the church like uh, which just man, is a remission of time in purgatory there were like coupons right. if you killed two guys that like, you could pay for the <laughs> like price there of were one indulgences like, you could earn in the crusades okay yeah. all right oh, yeah. so so this is going to end up being something here like uh the more aspiring uh, uh business-minded people who are in producer roles be like sure we'll uncancel you but your fee is going to be much smaller than that of uh somebody who doesn't have any dirt on them that's right fine. that's yeah. what they're going to get so basically the idea is that he he said that he was going to have them on and he says i said my brother travis scott has to perform and nbc said yes did, did he said on instagram so he's kind of lumping travis scott and morgan wallen so i forgot to get this started morgan wallen about 15 months ago mm. uh got caught on like a ring camera at his house using a uh, a racial slur that is very bad and nobody should be saying uh and for that he was chastised by society and and kind of um Woo! Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank uh, so he he was very much uh, chastised for what he said, and then also, as we know, Travis Scott had the Astro World incident, uh, which he just um, he's like the lawsuits. He's, I think there's over a billion dollars yeah. coming which against. Lies. him. By the way, isn't it funny that like saying a word is now seen with the same gravity as people, people being dying? That yeah. was what I was gonna say. Was like so, so they they put these two in the same camp. Like, oh man. Remember when you said that really awful word? He's like, yeah, remember when like those 10 people died because you didn't <laughs> stop them from stampeding? Yeah. Like, That's the same. About the same. I, I, I have a hard time with this one because this is not like a... One of the things about when you do stuff like this is you look for like clear-cut stories to be told and the clear-cut story is that it's morgan wallen and he said something bad and p diddy who would have that right to be offended because it's a racial slur that would be personal to him would uncancel him and say you know what i forgive you but this is a this is a far less uh clean cut and uh you know 
I don't even know what the word for it. Like it, it's a far less um, decisive type of situation, right? Yeah. So to this, you have to worry about: Do I? Am I by saying that yes, he should forgive Morgan Wallen and, and use him in the show? Should he also be forgiving Travis Scott? I don't know what the answer to my, that is. My thing is like, it. What's interesting about Travis Scott is that he potentially has like one of the most like reprehensible reprehensible sorry cases of being canceled yeah. mm-hmm. not not like that his cancellation was reprehensible but the actions that led to his cancellation kind of are insane yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. for some reason despite this like he's the guy like we need to save constantly yeah and like frankly like this guy's like a c-lister b-lister am i wrong like no, I, Scott, he's no very I, I believe Scott's he's an a-lister especially he's because a. he's affiliated with the kardashians now I think he's definitely yeah. at least like he is unfortunately B plus. At least B plus, he's yeah. He's B+, just yeah. he's just not as good Kid Cuddy, if you ask me. But that's <laughs> well, my know, personal that, opinion. That's opinion. So, so this is it says he says Travis went through a tragedy. <laughs> that's an interesting way to phrase that. Huh. Morgan used the N word while talking to his boy. The self proclaimed primetime puff reminded readers people make mistakes. Now we're moving on with love and respect for everybody that was hurt or affected. It's time to forgive. I can support that <laughs> message. Yes. But I, I just feel like. It shouldn't be P. Diddy that's like vested with yeah. the authority to tell everyone that uh, this person I is redeemable. Disagree. Disagree. I think P. Diddy is a perfect person to do this because he has the clout. This is a little bit like Kanye West helping these people getting back, get back on their feet, yeah. like giving them a second chance. This is like Robert Downey Jr. making friends with Johnny Depp and then yeah. like sticking up for him. He has enough clout. He can make this happen. And I honestly hope this catches on because capitalism will save the day. If you bring in these artists who have been canceled and you're like, oh, we're going to make some I think money. Also, somebody pointed out in the comments, like Lil Durk did the same thing. Like he's like, he's not like, about Morgan Wallen. He's like, he's not a bad dude. You guys need right. to get mm-hmm. it. I like the idea that people are wising up to yes. like, this will eventually happen to me. Maybe a little bit of grace and forgiveness is a good thing. That's why Diddy's a perfect guy yeah. for it. Um, I also- understand that. It's just, I... I resent that they need somebody else to vouch for them that they're an actual human being. Right. Well, in this case, it's it, just that's the fact really like the situation we're in. Yeah. It's so out of control. So, uh, so I think Morgan actually won like a country music artist of the year this year or something oh, like this. Oh, uh, yeah, we were going to cover that on here, but <laughs> ended up like passing, passing on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, and so they both performed. And then of course, because it's 2022, the internet is big mad that, uh, <laughs> that forgiveness is like a thing. Now they're like, uh, when we tell, you that you did something wrong like say the wrong word Stay you're down. supposed to just crawl into a hole and die because we don't really want to have to do how dare you ask for forgiveness and try to move on with your life that's a bad thing but then I, chet hanks came yes and he freed all our <laughs> yes. souls he did. He but see, he's not like diddy he's not an a-lister he i would say is probably b-lister c-list because his dad is Tom right hanks. he is Somebody a total like nepotism diddy? baby but yeah. he is earning a name for himself i know I but, say that. but diddy has that he has the in. Like, he's big enough that he can He be like, was. Like, well, Kanye did, too. He did the same thing. But remember? Ye is, like, a once-in-a-lifetime phenomenon. So, like, what you're right. saying is, like, you need to be, a cl- uh, like, a clout broker. Here's where the deal. Where you, like, you I don't, shill it out to the people who need it. The deal is that I don't like that that's the way it is, but the fact is that mm-hmm. it is the way it is. It's you at least know, one foot have to work with the way it is. So, right? here's here's some of the tweets. It says, Diddy knew that Morgan... Diddy knew about the Morgan Wallen incident and still let him perform in the name of love. Pathetic. Yes. That guy's literally saying, like, love? <laughs> Bad. Uh, That's eh. not. How bleh. dare they? Yeah. It says. Uh, it says. Huh. I wish. I wish the media would cancel Diddy. 
How big of a fan? How big of him to be a follower and try to ride the wave? LOL. Where where was he before SMH? Uh, yeah, I mean, putting Diddy in charge of producing this and deciding that it was it would be his mission to get Morgan Wallen and Travis Scott uncancelled was probably not a brilliant idea. They literally don't want you to ever feel safe or right. to ever be allowed to like make a living for yourself. Again. Their mistake is thinking that they can cancel someone as big as Diddy, and this is why we need people like him. Woo! Thank oh my you. gosh, every time. Thank, Thank you. Guys. you. <laughs> This is why we need people like him to stand up. We really do. We need big names to be like, you know what? We're forgiving people now. That's what we're doing. I kind of agree and I kind of disagree. Because we need people to stand up for themselves. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. Like the ideal situation would be someone like Morgan Wallen can speak up for himself. Or Travis Scott can actually answer for the deaths that occurred at Astroworld yeah. like and I'm having instead a, I'm, of getting somebody else to step up to on their soapbox about how they can be redeemed and I'm having a hard time like discussing them in the same gravity oh, like, they're yeah. totally, like it's, not even and they're totally actually not. comical and the fact that they are seen as like the same scale of I know. tragedy that's the world we live in now it oh, just God. shows how insane this has gotten because people like are people are groveling for forgiveness for things that they should have never apologized for Did and then when you actually do something criminal and you just like stay silent because I thought Wallen stayed silent he like, did he, that's like, what he, I think for the most like he didn't really address- well I just mean like in a general sense also like there's usually when people are getting mobbed for yeah. things they say like they immediately apologize and make it worse for yeah. themselves never apologize oh, no, no. unless you actually have something to apologize for and the other thing that i say is never apologize to a group exactly. apologize to an individual that yes. you've wronged but when they ask for it for a group it's always disingenuous yeah. i also love this this is my favorite headline of the day it says morgan wallen doesn't address <laughs> n-word video controversy in billboard music awards return how Good. was that supposed Good. to they were happen expecting him Good. to stop in the middle of a song and He's be like by the way i'm really sorry for that n-word video yeah that's what they're like <laughs> like he comes up and she's like thank you for for giving me this award and i would just grovel, like brett yeah like, he didn't what, grovel so, so i mean i don't know if it says the country singer delivered his first major awards performance since he was caught on camera using a racial slur a year after he was banned from the trophy fest so he was like th- this is kind of those things like this is happening with like businesses that were like giving mandates and now they're rolling back mandates mm-hmm. you're banned from an event i bet you will smith is back in like less than two years oh for sure like they're not going to let that they're, they're just not like, but I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with getting back to just forgiving people and, and being okay with uh, people making mistakes. And I'm not talking about like them needing like the forgiveness of everybody. Else. I'm saying like as a society, understanding that forgiveness is a virtue and it's not something that you should look like you're being somehow uh, um, less of a person for or less, nah. less strong. No, nah. disagree. Him. Pay no. your sentence. You slapped a man on live television and humiliated him. Yeah, but, okay. You you can stay home with your crazy wife. Well, sure. That, I'm not. Yeah, t- I'm not even talking. I was talking more about the uh, the 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 oh, Morgan okay, Wallen. Sure. Like yeah, like you have to also resist the urge to like lump everything in together. Like you said, we're talking about right. Travis Scott and Morgan Wallen when they're not really the same thing at all. But, but because they're they're being thrown in the same exactly. dungeon, I guess. Yes. Same light. Yeah. <laughs> So here's, it says, uh, Diddy gives an award for activism against racism while simultaneously giving a platform to Morgan Wallen. They don't have any clue what forgiveness or what, no, uh, they no. don't want forgiveness. Uh, they don't is, like that he's making it cool. Yes. So it says, why is Billboard really supporting and promoting this racist prick? He said one thing that was off color and he really was bad. He Literally was wasted. Drunk. He shouldn't have said it. It's really funny. I've been rewatching The Wire and the amount of N-words you hear dropped in that <laughs> show is insane. Like, the sensibilities were truly different. Yes. Yeah. Not I post- so long ago. 
I posted a couple of clips from the show that I'm just like, yeah, this would never get made in, in mm-hmm. 2022. Even and if it's more realistic, it doesn't matter. That's, you can't portray that that type of word being said anymore. That's yeah. the part that bothers Ever. me. Is it, I like the, the fact that the realism feels... I, I think part of that comes from the fact that we can't as a society... Like uh, The idea is like you wrote what you knew back then, mm-hmm. and now you can't really do that because uh, you have to write for large groups of people. So if your life experience is generally kind of... Um, I don't know what the word for it would be. Rough. Uh, r- Rough yeah. around the edges. Like, yeah, like, like they're not going to really trust you to be telling a legitimate story. And like a lot of what we see from Hollywood now is very sanitized. Uh, like I've been watching, I started re-watching The Wire because I was watching We Own the City, which is both, it's a David Simon production, which he's the one who created The Wire. And right. it feels so sanitized and fake as compared to The Wire. Just because now the internet is a real thing and there's no way to get away from the instant clap back for everything you do it's all corporate yeah and i think that cancel culture is at least partly to blame yeah. and that's why i'm so glad that sean combs whatever the f he goes by now someone yes. said that he goes yeah. by brother love Who knows? i don't know i don't know matter. i'm gonna keep calling him <laughs> sean combs. yeah there you go so he used to call puff daddy Oh, yes, Puff Daddy was so we many. We can't stuff. even keep track. So yeah. they the they talk about how at their performances, tra- both Travis Scott and Morgan Wallen got decent sized or got good yeah, responses from people course. because yeah. I don't think we, we also keep making the mistake in saying that Twitter is like the real world no, and Twitter no. is not the real. Yeah, world. I was real just life. considering like how many cancellations do you think were completely like funded with by like corporations maybe or other like yeah. rivals like yes. celebrities mm-hmm. with bots that oh, were yeah. like yeah. creating I, viral content trashing somebody i didn't pick i didn't actually pick out the article today but they actually just had a thing where like at the oscars this year they had like a fan favorite category like because they're like nobody likes the oscars anymore because <laughs> mm-hmm. like so we're going to try to do this thing in uh, a movie called army of darkness by Zack snyder one uh, and Zack Snyder is known for having like a really, really rabid, ha- heavy-duty fan base that like loves all his stuff. They literally got the Snyder cut of the Justice League movie made from like just sheer willpower. They bought out advertisements and gave money to charity right. to show like how like and th- they've got their own like I- I've heard stuff from people saying it's like super uh, poisonous. There's there's a lot of people in there that are like uh, you know like brigade on other channels and stuff like that. I can't speak to that. I just know that 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 group had a large moment and they're saying like bots were part of like uh that there was like stuff coming in at weird times like lots of votes coming in all at once so bots were involved in that and like uh shane cashman was here last a couple weeks ago talking about the dead internet theory i haven't stopped thinking about that, it that really like that left a mark on me you guys know that elon Musk discovered a huge some significant percentage of twitter users are all bots and like a lot of people have had numbers. like mass unfollowings and mass right, followings and mass following. so it's well, like what's going on when here? you think about the power of your follower count so like think about how many like people on Instagram or TikTok put the amount of followers they have or plays they get on their social media page or like, on a resume. Yes. So if crazy if that is enough to be uh, if there's enough power in your follower count to make it make you viable for companies, it's just as likely that your you know an antagonist count could also it's make covering you, your tracks. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So hundred percent. Like a lot of like with all this stuff, whether it's Morgan Wallen, whether it's Travis Scott, whether it's these types of things, it all feels very manufactured and a product of the time we live in and would not have been a thing 15 years ago. 15 years ago, you did something awful. You kind of said, I'm really sorry about that. You disappeared for a little while and you came back and society just kind of either forgot or didn't forgive you. But now there's those people, you know, for every actor that does something stupid, they've probably got like a couple hundred people that just hate their guts, have never liked their stuff, who will go out of their way to like, like there's people who like, 
I always point this out. Uh, I get like, whenever I post skating videos, there's like a couple of people that just come in to like rag on me. And I, That's I, their favorite pastime. I cherish them. I cher- like, <laughs> the I, same I, two, it, three people. It's the same two or three people that come in to just, who <laughs> just for people. some reason like hate my guts mm-hmm. and can't like resist the opportunity to take it's the time you? to say it's so. Dane? It's probably Dane. It's definitely it's, Dane. It's, it's Dane probably. and his two other throwaway <laughs> accounts. Yeah, so, burner <laughs> if, if that happens to someone like me who does not have a humongous following online, you have to believe that the cele- a celebrity with far bigger, you know, a far bigger name uh, is going to have that same problem, and it's affecting your ability to make money. It's affecting your ability to have strong standing in society. I keep right. on, listen, people have no idea how much of the wars on social media are not real. Yes, and I like I is this because of your like how you like marketing? Like, yeah, bots. Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling you, like, can you give me an example? <laughs> like, uh, mo- I mean, I don't want to get political, but most like elections, mm. uh, every like hate post is either by some agency that got hired by a political candidate mm. or bots. Yeah, really. And I would I would not be surprised at all, specifically music labels, because like uh, so a lot of sometimes a lot of celebrities. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. A lot of celebrities oh have <laughs> they do like these little kits when you work for them is like. This is our brand. This is our audience, and this is like the the closest audience and entertainer compared to us. Thus, like market generally to us. But here are some things where you can like get a little bit of you know like cross revenue. Is so, there, is there such things like bot farms and stuff like that? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, absolutely. I've seen the phone farms. It's it's totally real. I think I saw like a, a picture of like a, a phone farm like not too long yeah, ago. Like yeah. they're large rooms. It kind of looks like a server farm. But the thing is, they're way better now yeah. because ba- so back in the day, it was a lot easier to identify because it, the the account will be like brand specking new. The, it would be like year twenty ten, and the account's like right. literally from yesterday yes. has one follower. Is no called picture. like um, awesome numbers. dude twenty nine and actually his name is Joe Schmo thirty two basically 32. that's his name yeah. and I love my guns forty three and <laughs> ba- they they're literally like given algorithms like verb like end phrase and they, they just keep like simulating and simulating it and like it'd be harder to identify but since everyone right now is at the point of like parody. Like everyone's opinion is like a ridiculous like parody on themselves. Yeah, it's it's super hard to distinguish these bots from people, especially now that the accounts are older. So it seems like an actual person. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, that's funny because that's going to push us into our next topic, which oh. is <laughs> that was a fantastic segue. Great segue. Oh, uh, did you. did you see this article uh, about Activision Blizzard's new diversity game tools oh, no. comes across terribly? So basically, the idea here is that uh, people are so terrified to be creative now. <laughs> Like, because every time uh, we, we talked about this the other day with um, when they're making Top Gun Maverick right now, they chose not to, to add Kelly. I think it's Kelly McGinnis or McGillis. Yeah, it's McGinnis. McGinnis or McGillis. One of the two. Like, so the, oh. the lady who played uh, Charlie yeah. in the movie. Uh, so that and then uh, Meg Ryan's character are not involved in this movie. And of course, you can just picture the the people, people coming out to, and coping yes re- getting ready to sharpen their knives and yep. they're like why didn't you you know why why aren't they in this movie for this it's you know, gotta the, be sexism yeah. and ageism and what they're and what they're saying the guy the director just goes look that's not the story we're telling right here. and that's what people need to start doing like make write your own story and just say look that somebody but else can tell that story the thing i'm not about telling these that story people. they say express yourself and then if you actually do something original they're like no not like that you're yes. doing it wrong so to 
help with that, Activision Blizzard uh, says announces new diversity game tool, and it comes across terribly. So basically, it's a diversity bot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says today's Activision Blizzard f- uh, fulfilled its daily oopsie quota by blogging <laughs> about how the publisher's subsidiaries have apparently been using a special tool to help develop more diverse characters. It wow. apparently thinks it can accomplish this with, without, I don't know, actually talking or hiring marginalized developers. Oh, uh, the language there is extremely loaded. Mm, uh, so snarky. Yeah. Yes. It's very problematic. Uh, no. <gasps> oh, we're, we're out, out of money. money. What? Not Unacceptable. Here, put this back in. We're More collecting stacks. it. We got we're the good. stacks. Okay. Woo. So it says, uh, uh, <laughs> it says, uh, so they were saying like, why wouldn't you hire marginalized developers? Uh, it says, uh, why not make your game good? <laughs> that, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> right. Exactly. Dane is going to get fired up this. about this one. Yes. It says, uh, it's uh, where it says, why rely on pesky, fallible humans when we have powerful data to tell us we've reached enough diversity points to start a new video game culture war? This is the problem when you market and make stuff by committee. You cannot expect these people when you give them a thousand requirements and they can never meet all of the requirements. So like, you know what? F it. We're just going to let a freaking algorithm. Design I think it. it makes sense because if you're asking for robotic unfailing compliance to your every whim. Yes. That is what you will get. That's what yeah. you get and you deserve it. They're Listen, basically just pushing responsibility the off to the algorithm. and asking for. They're all like, hey, the computer did it, not us. Yeah, it's our, our fans are perfectly compliant and submissive and we only give them minor lashings. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so I don't Perfect. get why this is necessary at all. Yeah. I agree. So it says, damn, I'm glad technology let us solve racism, sexism, ableism, and every other issue facing video games. Basically, if it's got an ism, it's existing in, in, the, in the space because uh, all video game journalists really wanted to be reporters or political analysts, but they just aren't so that they end up They didn't working. have that special something. Yes, it <laughs> says, who knew it was so easy when former Overwatch director Jeff Kaplan said that he would hate for the diversity to ever feel pandering? You're asking for the pandering when you tell them to, to fill quotas. I would quotas. hate for my pandering. Pandering to seem like pandering. Yes. No. So how does <laughs> the worst. It wouldn't work. So how does this work? So like now, now when I want a game, I'm like, I want 55% Latinx. Yep. Uh, <laughs> 0% like straight white guys, obviously. And uh. like pretty much like every other color of the rainbow. Like, and then they'll give you, well, you can play like Becky's clap back adventure it's and like uh, what do you do <laughs> but it's also like can you imagine being like somebody who loves creating these things creating characters like if you're writing a book right now and like all you can all you can think about is like i want to tell this great story about this amazing character and someone's like yeah well what does the character look like like that's so boring why would you want to take something as beautiful as the creation of art or storytelling and make it so so freaking uh, I don't even know what the word for it is like why would you want to take something so beautiful and make it so corporate sterile yeah very corporate is they're it, just copies this is getting very like Gamergate a little oh bit but like the really what happened is just that they saw this was sort of a it was a male dominated industry and, and it's still as far as the people who play and it, it it's still, still is, male yeah. so, except for I think like, phone I think phones are uh women play majority right. mobile, sure, game, yeah. mobile like, games. Right. I just pull up stats because I so <clears throat> my initial thought is like literally who is this for? Because it's ninety percent male. However, I just according to playtoday.co, the current demographic for video games is dominated by people age eighteen to thirty four, which is thirty eight percent. And 
between male and female, supposedly, it's 55% male and 45% women, which I found astounding. I don't believe that. Like, it, it really what? seems hard to believe. It says, well, it's solving these problems, uh, referring to everything they tell you, it says, and make no mistake, this is a PR disaster. I'm not just saying this because I disagree with the basic premise that you can, as the blog post states, use one handy dandy tool to magically and quickly dissect their own assumptions, avoid token characters, and achieve true representation. This is a shifting goalpost that will never be met. There is no end goal. Right. There's just more. That's the name of the game yeah. is to change it and change it and change it. You're always one step ahead. No one can ever be good enough. And when they do this, when they pander, the video games eventually start to fail, just like with movies. Every time that you start making it based on what you believe are quotas that are pushed on you by the general public, you will eventually start to fail because it becomes less authentic. And then it's less creatively driven. And then when it starts to fail, who do you blame? You blame the customers. That's of what course. They, they blame the customers. <laughs> right. Of course. No, but then. Yes. That's why they do it in movies. That's why they do it in movies. They do this it's like, well, if you didn't go see it, you're a bad person. This is a tool of cultural enforcement. Because mm -hmm. then you can just say, well, you must all be bad people. You must all be white supremacists. Here's the difference. Uh, in video games, like America does not, does, is not the only controller of the culture. Good. Japan I'm is glad. Like <coughs> has like legendary development companies. And you know what they're going to do? Make billions yep. they're gonna thing, make like, billions people have even said they prefer watching anime to like our mainstream shows in and movies in the west because they don't inject a bunch of yeah. messaging absolutely absolutely and they well they, it's also like one of the things that's really funny is like and this is not to get off topic is like i watch like when i watch a lot of like netflix in like it ends up with like the ads like where it shows like a poster like a, of the, every cast for like the various shows mm -hmm. you can always tell like which ones are american based because we have the most diverse shows the most diverse writing at least as far as like it used to be the most diverse writing because we have an extremely diverse culture here in america right. a lot of other markets like japan are more homogenized so they don't have to worry about it the way we do here because it's part of how our cultural makeup to be diverse but how you implement that is completely subjective but we also like have a higher sensitivity level to yes. pay attention to that and That's we've been trained too. to pay attention yeah. to that more so than they have Woo! thank you thank you Woo! dude it always scares me <laughs> Every like, it's, crazy. it's scaring you Oh my gosh. Jumpy. I'm used to it now. I'm just looking at you guys as you speak. It's like <laughs> <laughs> that, that super chat actually it says uh, Wordle is considered a video game when coming up with that stat of 45 percent oh, of gamers are female. Yeah. So yeah, that's that, oh, that definitely okay. fits, it. right? Yeah, so. Right. Right. Um, it says, while solving these... And I'm back to talking on the article here. It says, uh, while solving these problems can involve tools, Activision Blizzard has repeatedly proven that it's at a stage where it needs more education, guidance, and mentorship from actual people with soft skills to help establish a basic understanding of what diversity even means before it can be even thinking about creating a tool like this. There is no definition then. Okay, guys, this is a cultural revolution. Yep. This is them trying to change the culture from the top down we know it's not going to work. It's just going to come to the market giving more money to Japan, for example, which I think is wonderful. Same. Let these companies drown. Honestly, let them go right by the wayside. I do think that Get Woke, Go Broke is a bit of a misnomer. It, it uh, I, I think is. I think yeah. it may, I agree, it's, yeah. to, it's for like people like that, like tend to agree with what we might agree with to feel better about themselves. Nah. But it, I do. Disagree? Uh, they no. go, damn, buddy boy. Well, Hell yeah. what do you mean? It depends. I mean, at least for Cause every a quarter, June, they we go see down. them. We see them go Cashing woke, their ESGs, and yeah. Here's what you I know, and nothing happens. Like they don't. 
That's what their like, dividends aren't going down because we should be using this as a means of like every time Netflix screws up, just buy in the stock because it's eventually right. going to exactly. rebound. Yeah. It yeah. dips and it comes up. Yeah. It's like they punish you for being woke, and then the the they internet's forget. memory is like a millisecond, mm-hmm. and then they forget. It's like back to buying whatever. That's Another reason you shouldn't apologize to large groups because uh, in general, the you know they're on to the next uh, scandal five minutes. Or the later. bots are on to the next yes. scandal. Exactly. Who knows yeah. anymore? Yep. Mm-hmm. So it says, uh, well, solving these problems can involve tools, Activision, Blizzard. Okay, we even, it says, but even if we take these things on its own terms, it makes no gosh darn sense. Can you look up any of the visualizations shared in the blog post and tell me what they might mean? So they're like, why? I can't figure this out. It makes no sense. I assume there's some logic to it, possibly uh, one that is only explained and known to the people regularly using their tool, but even suggesting that, uh, that you can enumerate something like ability is completely bat. Uh, stuff. Please. Uh, what, uh, what, is a, what is ability zero? What does it mean when the picture in the blog post uh, says that someone is sexual orientation 0.357? Yeah. But you're asking for this. Yeah. You're asking for this by giving <laughs> generic, uh, in, like unexplainable ways of saying it needs to be more of this. Right. It needs to be more of this. It needs to be more of this. More of what? Exactly. Right. Uh, and then when is like, has anybody ever actually been like, we found it. This is the this perfect is it. movie. It, this is the perfect that's, that doesn't exist and it will never happen. No. Uh, something like this is like the cynical answer to the world we live in now. This is the crux of postmodernism is that you maintain this impossibility to define what you actually want. Yeah. Keep shifting it. Keep changing the definition. And I want to say something great. like I don't even think it's necessarily like, uh, because I don't think it's a bad thing. We, we me and you uh, covered something one time where we talked about, uh, I believe it was Elden Ring, mm-hmm. about character customization. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you had a point like I, I was caught off guard and think you actually ended up kind of being right about that. Where I was like, they, basically, the idea was like the, the hair color. Uh, like yeah. a, a character like you couldn't do certain hairstyles and I was like oh that's stupid and you're like look when, when, you're, when you're ca- making characters you want to be able to make it look like yourself that's actually a good example of like when it actually makes sense mm-hmm. to do like full on like uh, like when I see movies and TV shows I don't really care if a character looks like me I'm looking at the traits that are different but within a, the char- you know within the context of a video game that makes way more sense because like all, all these video games are derivative they're, oh my god my English today is fantastic <laughs> derivatives yeah derivative derivatives yep, 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 yep. yep perfect derivatives Man. <laughs> of Dungeons and Dragons, yep. which is a game where you can be absolutely anything. Mm. They this, use that as like this an example here is like this is basically a character charter. Here's my thing about this. How are they gonna get the data? <laughs> How are they getting this data? Is this another thing? It's like, hey, you wanna buy this game? Tell me like what age you are, what sex you are, what race you are, what like no, can I play? Did you see the did you see the picture in the in the article where it lists it? It's basically like uh it says like so it's orientation, culture, ethnicity age, oh ability, body type, gender identity, and then each character that's listed uh, to the right here fits within realms of certain characters. Imagine having to do all this and then like, so you spend like a year perfectly crafting this and after that, they're just like, okay, now we got to actually make the game. So mm-hmm. are they saying that the ideal character they create would go in the very center of this? <laughs> I, I have no... Like, yeah, they, <laughs> like where you would you would perfectly match up into a you little bit... You would get the right sexual orientation, culture, ethnicity, age, ability, body type, and That's gender identity. Question. All yeah. before you can and even play the game. who is that? Yeah, I'm curious <laughs> too. This makes the postmodernist wishy-washiness kind of moot. Like, and you I'm can't, really interested If you in try to is. represent everything, you represent nobody. And that's what I said. Like it's it's uh this it's happens. Just a completely, it's completely about like negating 
people like what people actually yeah. experience this happens in movies like when they try to like uh, in the last in uh the rise of skywalker in the last star wars movie uh basically they went through a crap ton of reshoots brought back in jj abrams because nobody liked ryan johnson's right. take on the characters and they tried to make like everybody happy meaning like all the old school fans here and then the weird Raylo fans here and it just ends up making nobody happy at all and everyone ends up kind of leaving it like eh and that's what we're in now. We're in the age of, eh, yeah. Eh, that's been the whatever. effect of this. This corporateness just makes people yeah. be like, it's all boring. It all feels fake. It all feels hollow. I'm gonna go find something actually interesting, and then they end up watching stuff like from Japan. Or I just go like back and rewatch The Wire and The Sopranos right. and Boardwalk Empire right. and yeah. The Black Donnellys. There's a million shows from like. If you guys want to watch good, tele- I, I would even say the same for video games. But I'm I, I don't play modern. I play vintage video games. But like like with modern television, as far as I'm concerned, oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank I, you. I agree. Uh, <laughs> it ends. You know, uh, all of it ends at about 2015, 2014. Uh, and after that you get some bright spots here and there but the uh, like and I'm getting slightly off topic going back to movies but that's my like when we started getting streaming services uh, kind of like with video games being made from so many manufacturers now right we should be in the golden age again of all of these things but we're not because of these random quotas and random things that we're being forced to implement by people who aren't going to play it and aren't going to pay the money for these things anyway historically the people that complain about this stuff don't actually buy the stuff exactly they're not buying right. your right. comics the people that are demanding all of these conditions are usually journalists and they don't play the games yeah. which is kind of wasn't that the whole point of the gamergate controversy yes. was that these are people coming from the outside sticking their that's noses correct. into I mean, an industry they do correct. not understand or partake in the gamergate controversy i think is because every single side of that argument was absolutely a reprehensible human being. i mean that it's felt like the beginning of yeah. everything. everything everything like yeah. all the insanity it's 2022 and we're still talking about gamergate. i think That's okay so insane. i think that the gamergate thing has been co-opted this to me sounds like an environmental social governance i don't know if you guys have heard of esg i have a, an app on my phone that lets you like it, it, you can invest with it well it's i'm very yeah, interesting like, like uh it's kind of fascinating like disney was actually lower than warner Brothers others that's um, fascinating last time I, I want to like, see that it, yeah. because this is very much a conscience-based form of investment i, tr- I try to avoid uh, mm. like, like a lot of people give this like the esg example because it's the most like if you're using logic right it's like mm-hmm. there is no other, nothing else that explains why it all kind of happened at once right it does like it makes sense that these type of cultural shifts happen it doesn't make sense that ghostbusters 2016 came out and then everything kind of went to the Went That's to hell in a handbasket. That could just be a cultural change. And I do think that ESGs can tend to be more of a conspiracy theory. That's unfortunate. Like it's very hard on it. to prove. Right. It is hard to prove. I, I tend to shy away from it as an... Uh, it's something to be aware of. It's though. kind of like... Uh, it's like I'm more in line to believe that maybe the writer just sucked... Or, or they just like uh, there's so much being made now there's so many video games being made there's so much movie and television being made that the good writers just there's only so many of them if right. there's an ESG score there should be a base as hell score B-A-H <laughs> yes whatever yes and, like, and I want to put my hard earned me money me behind money. it uh, put my doge behind that how much would you put into it I don't know 
<laughs> hundred bucks. All, all, the, the doge. all the money that gets <laughs> shot out at us by the super chat yes. is yes. the meme yes. money. That's right. That's, uh, we, we all will. your monies go uh, to base. Yes. yes. Okay. Base so, as hell. Uh, I okay. Podluck, which we still don't have a oh theme gosh, song for. Yeah. We don't have a theme song for Podluck. So guys, if you guys watch guys, the show, submit something. I I swear we're gonna plug an email for the show eventually. We'll have Carter make. Send us. We'll have Carter. Send it to Carter's email. We'll have Carter make a Podluck. Yeah, like email Carter. Everyone, stalk Carter. Send him emails. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do Podluck, and we've got this here. So it says, Woo, thank, thank you. you. Uh, <laughs> yes, he says, journalists. Uh, I think you're journalists. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it says, Doctor Strange 2 suffers massive Friday box office drop. Uh, billion dollar box office now in doubt. So Doctor Strange made $185 million in America last weekend. Mm. Not the one that just passed, the one before that. Uh, totaling over. I just want to say. CCP vindicated once again. They needed China for not. Well, no, I don't know if that. I don't know if that's it. I think it's that's what I'm saying. This is the. I'm sticking the, to that narrative. The th the theory here is we that know. it's it's bad. <laughs> it's bad word of mouth, and that's what's killing a lot of these movies. Yeah, so many people told us it was uh, terrible. Like, yeah, Andy wanted to see it, and I was like, I heard it was terrible. And I, I told Elliot, not even not even terrible to me. It was just eh, eh, like yeah. the. It's, it's funny. Nothing overtly like wrong with it. It just a lot of people it said me, it just made me feel. Crazy. But in today's like, age, a met is a seven. That's true. That's <laughs> like a good for point. real. Well, th I but tell Mary all the time. I'm like, all I have to like, if a movie can like not insult me with like political like propaganda the whole time, right? I'm like, like you oh, can't that be was so easily placated. I keep saying right. Don't that. Don't be easy, like, Brett. Ask more. That's well. That's why I go back and watch old stuff because yeah. I can yeah. expect more from old entertainment. So it says, "Yikes!" Uh, more bad news for Kevin Feige's Phase Four as <laughs> oh, it learned no. that Doctor Strange Two suffers one of the worst drop-offs from Friday to Friday box office in the history of the MCU. So it says, uh, "It says uh, Doctor Strange on Friday saw only sixteen point seven million, which is an eighty-two percent drop from the Friday before." Uh, also, Thursday previews ninety million, uh, but also taking thirty-six million from Thursday the week before. They're not going to count that the week. To, so it's gotcha. a, about a sixty-eight percent drop, which is about where Batman vs Superman was when that came out, and that was considered a, a really, really hefty drop uh, at the time. I kind of labeled that as something that was more like I, I felt the movie, the the movie industry, uh, at least a lot of the channels that I watched were, had Disney bias, mm -hmm. meaning like they they were not fans of these characters. They a lot of those. Um, people who worked in that sphere seem to not like J uh, Zack Snyder's work. So it's like how you frame it is everything. Like a lot of these articles say like um, you, on one article it says Doctor Strange 2 suffers massive uh, Friday drop billion dollar box office in doubt. Another one might read Doctor Strange 2 uh, soars to 67 million dollar second weekend box office. It's all how it's framed by whoever oh, wrote course, that yeah, article, right? Course, yeah. So uh, you pick your, it's kind of one of those things where I, I figure this out like when I'm picking what we talk about you pick your site you pick your you pick the you, tone oh my yeah, gosh you, you <laughs> Dane, Dane's gonna yeah. have a heart attack yeah. guys so uh, uh waffle <laughs> sensei super chat more says uh, <laughs> uh dr strange 2 is terrible my two uh my two moms superhero could have just uh sent wanda let me see here could have just sent wanda to the universe where her kids had lost their uh lost their mom roll credits that's actually really interesting somebody pointed idea, that out yeah. to me and i said that actually would have made more sense but then it's like uh, that's like a two-minute movie, so yeah, they, they had to issue. manufacture conflict. <laughs> I personally, um, 
I gave it a little bit of higher score than most of the uh, other people that I saw it with because I think Elizabeth Olsen is charming uh, and a charismatic yeah. actress. And yeah. just seeing a movie, how, however screwed up the story was, about a mom doing mom things and wanting to be a That's mom. That's very wholesome. Uh, was, I mean, wholesome I in the context it. that she killed a bunch of people well, yeah, to be a mom. But, you know, uh, like <laughs> I was like, just the fact that they did that. And like I don't know if any of you guys saw Terminator Dark Fate where they kind of crap on the idea of motherhood mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. So I kind of like, I gave it a lot more leeway than I think a lot of other people did. The so, theme the theme of it was cool, like sacrificing yes. for your children, but right. then taking it too far and seeking control. Yeah, mm-hmm. which could have been done. Like, it's also, the problem here is that it's a Doctor Strange movie and not a Wanda Maximoff yeah. movie. Right. Why not make her, like, actually the, the hero of a like, movie? That was a problem. And then, as we said before, like, the CGI overload gotcha. that just made yeah. me Disconnect. So That's just that sanitized <laughs> stuff. All the CGI, it just... Everything feels fake. I saw this tweet um, a few days ago that was like someone praising the CGI in the new Avatar movie. And they were like, water has never looked this real. It does if you go to real water. Dude, (laughs) it's like a pond. (laughs) Really? Like we're doing CGI water now? Can nothing in the real world be good enough in <laughs> fairness like for video game engines that's how you measure if they're pretty good how the water looks yeah that's two waters challenge sure that's yeah. but that's different like Devil's the avatar Advocate movie is okay, completely Dane. sold on the visuals <laughs> and no storyline when i was in film school it was it was um fire is like the hardest thing mm, to recreate yeah. with cgi mm. very very difficult to you know how fire moves is almost impossible to kind of recreate in in a really believable way water and uh, fire. one of my favorite things to point out is like when you watch a movie where they do cgi fire and little Brits is like I like pointing it out to people I'm like look how fake that looks and that, that, <laughs> thanks I'm, Brett you ruined that film for me. school guy <laughs> okay, Andy. I'm, just, I'm that guy who just likes to like you know I'm like that would never happen like, oh my it, gosh it, devil's it, advocate there Dane he's basically Star your Wars fans no, gosh, yeah. no the, the idea is that people. if the movie was doing its job I would be so immersed in the story true, that I wouldn't be true. thinking of doing that well then you have a bone to pick with the plot yes you should be paying uh, no attention to the CGI and that comes after that so oh, oh did you know that they're gonna finish rust oh yes. how many more people have to die uh <laughs> i wasn't disturbing. even gonna i wasn't even gonna no do spoilers. this no, okay, because, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't even gonna really cover this i just wanted to mention it it's oh, just like gosh. did it, i don't know if any of you guys saw the crow um the, the movie the crow mm-hmm. i didn't okay no the the crow is kind of like the dark knight in that there's an allure to the movie because one of the actors in the movie Ooh. uh pat in the crow it's because he actually died in you know brandon lee actually died while the oh, movie right. was in yeah. production with the with heath ledger and the joker there was kind of a um a mythology that he got like uh messed up in the head from playing the joker uh and that led to his overdose uh on sleeping pills and in hydrocodone that has since been there like no he was able to leave his performance at the door he just always had those problems but the mythology around believing that the character messed him up so much is part of why i believe that character is so yeah. I, yeah, people I love Jack Nicholas, sure, but I think that the character has the allure that it has today because of that tragedy. There will be no such thing happening with this movie. Well, so, more or less. Because Was it, it the same uh, for Shelley Duvall in, in The Shining? Yeah, The Shining. Like, yes. That's like part of the mythology of her uh, being actually terrified while they were filming and it not being an act yeah. is what makes it so like horrific and entertaining. 
I think the thing about Heath, it was like he he like comes off as a pretty boy, or he came off as a pretty boy, yeah. and like the Joker's like a super dark role. But then you would hear like basically like marketing about it's like, hey, this guy's killing this role, like mm-hmm. like he's the best, and everyone's like, really? And then he dies, and we get the trailer like the next day. Yeah. So oh, I didn't know. I don't remember them coming out at the same time. The, the trailer came out at the same time that he. It passed. was kind of like Heath Ledger's dead. And here's a trailer. Whoa. It was Whoa. so. Uh, it says the Rust producers Alec Baldwin and and Jewel Negum uh, are bringing a film to the can film uh, the can market in an effort to launch a new production banner, Persona Entertainment. Seven months after Baldwin accidentally shot and killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of their low budget western. How 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 can they say that it was an accident? They have no way of proving that. This I is entire. Framing and I want to get into okay, so this is something I'm going to put on my Substack. I want to do journalistic literacy. I want to talk about framing and be like, are you going to put a positive spin on it or a negative? Are you going to paint this in a good light or a bad light? Because how you frame the bare essential facts is entirely yeah. it changes people's minds and they mm-hmm. don't even notice it sometimes. Uh, I, I and by design, of course, uh, by design, which is not literacy. That's just evil, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, it's something to be aware of. So, so to this, it's it's like where do they go from? It says uh, Negum says that they have finance the film writer director uh, Ben Thompson's psychological thriller False Awakening through an equity partner and believe distributors will be receptive to the project despite the circumstances of Hutchins October 21st death which is currently under investigation by the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Department yeah rust is obviously a tragedy Negum says uh, the investigation will hopefully be resolved soon and will unveil what happened. Obviously, there will be people out there who will give negative perspectives, but we're com- uh, confident about continuity to making quality movies, about continuing to make con- quality movies. I think they would be better off scrapping it and just making like a documentary yes. about it. Yes. Like, like well, where is Hulu? I mean, Hulu's always there capitalizing on whatever tragedy they have they to. They did do like extended interviews yeah. with Alec Baldwin. I, this... You know what actually is psychologically thrilling or <laughs> actually like horrifying <laughs> is that like once again on like the note of Travis Scott and Astroworld, it's like, that's fine. Like, we're just going to memory hole that and forget that ever happened. And same thing with this. Like, you're not you're not canceled for actually ending lives. Nope. You're canceled mm-hmm. for saying mean words. Like, That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that was my argument. Like, why literally Trump- a joke. The the um the the armor on the show, I believe, last I checked, was working at like a she was like security for a tattoo parlor. So right. she's not uh, her career is not taking off. Okay, so let me let me square this in my head. They're saying it was an accident. Oh, but it's also being investigating by investigated by the police. And they did Since find negligence. October, they but found it is negligence. Is it? It says uh, in no, October. I, don't know. Yeah, I, I don't have know. no idea. <laughs> in April, though? a new a New Mexico safety agency found that Rust producers demonstrated a plain indifference to the welfare of cast and crew yes. and levied its maximum fine of one thousand three uh, one hundred thirty six thousand seven hundred ninety three dollars for safety violations against Rust producers. So basically, it's kind of like if you want to kill somebody, just make a movie. Yeah, just pretend. Uh, it's kind of like that old meme. It's like uh, it's like the a, a guy who's about to have sex with like a prostitute, and then the cops break in. They're like, There's you can't do that, and they they pay. <laughs> And there's a camera, dun, dun, and it's dun. just we're not. Ha- it's not prostitution. We're making a porno, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, right. well, carry, carry on." on. So carry it's, on. it's kind of like uh, <laughs> it's a very morbid version of that. Yeah. Uh, it says uh, so, so. I just I don't know who's gonna want to watch this. Like they're like everyone. Said, the, are you oh no, me? everyone's the, the movie everyone's that has so, Yeah, probably. That, everyone that's awful. I thought the same thing about like 
casting controversial people like if they keep amber heard in aquaman 2 i feel like more people are gonna watch it because they want to see her in it well they've cut her down i think that like we did we covered that yeah, one day. it's like ten, yeah. less than 10 minutes of but time but i figured they're not gonna take her out entirely because i bet some people are gonna go just because they've been hearing her new her name in the news so much yeah she, she she'll make money off like people hate watching her yeah like, yeah yep Monetize. yeah people are gonna hate watch alec baldwin so it goes oh also dane i i wanted to ruin your day and say that fans Thanks. are divided over master chief losing his virginity in the halo tv series he lost his incel status he is no longer <laughs> a he is no longer he was a super supposed soldier. to be yeah, an incel face. super soldier they they gave away his i mean virginity. i i was finally represented on screen <laughs> like, damn it and, and now i have nobody no i there is nobody i can see myself in on this camera is the representation frankly, that really exactly. matters that's, that's a tragedy I as, agree. Far, as far as i'm concerned this is how much <laughs> this show is coping they're gonna be like, guys, I don't know, get him laid? Do well, something. <laughs> it's also something. kind of funny because Halo TV series is kind of like Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, and like people are united about hating the show. Oh, they're yeah. like, it's just bad. Also, yeah. somebody commented on our um, test live stream clip. <laughs> like, if I don't see you guys trash talk the halo series next oh. time i'm i'm done with this oh, really? show oh buddy <laughs> um welcome to the show yeah, yeah. So we i i am um, <laughs> literally lasted 10 seconds after watching that pile of dog dung i'm trying so hard today You're guys great. Thank maybe, you. maybe one of my most um unhinged like episode like segments we did was when i, I talked about it because it was like i wasn't annoyed because i don't have any i was like i shouldn't even be this angry because i don't care about the games the fact that i can be this angry over something and have never cared about the games is insane because the characterization is so bad and the right and the writing is so bad and the characters are so wooden that it was like it was literally like uh, Admiral Haldo but a thousand times worse. Dude, I was watching Survivor <laughs> with my girl. The episode ends. The autoplay is the Halo series. Yeah. I'm like, "Hey, I'm on Pop Culture Crisis tomorrow. Why not watch it?" Oh no. Legit Dang. it took 10 Disaster seconds ensued. to be cringe. Oh no. 10 <laughs> seconds. My girl was like, "Turn that Oh, oh. Yeah. Now. the most now the most wait what was so egregious in the first 10 seconds i never watched it it, it's, it like gets to girl boss instantly <laughs> oh no it's, it's the whole like show it's it's, it's 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 like girl boss means wine aunt meets wine aunt oh. um, uh or wine grandma really uh, it's 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 not that it's like the funny thing is like uh, there was like there's this actress who, who's I, I don't even know her character name but she's like she's apparently like a really really talented uh um, Bollywood actress, I believe, right? And she looks like she would be fantastic, just not in. She's just clearly not cut out for this role. She doesn't have the the physical the physicality that would be needed to do her job. Meaning, like, she doesn't have to be violent or physical, but she has to at least look semi imposing because she's in charge of a and bunch she doesn't. of people. She's and she tiny. doesn't. And it's like, and the more I saw her, the more frustrated I would get because I'm like, <laughs> I can name you five other actresses off the top of my head that would be able to do this role, and you did this. There could and have been a bunch of flips they got that would have been perfect. Of course. Uh, and then the, there was like the, the dot, they're like in the middle of a war and the daughter's like, I'm never going to get promoted because my mom won't promote me. I'm like, why are we Imagine, talking about this? Like in the middle of like intergalactic warfare with aliens, it's like, you know what? I think we're not being represented. In I can't get you wait the yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Please. Like, nobody's actually talking like that. Like it's not, it doesn't sound like anybody who writes this stuff has ever actually talked to another human being in their entire life. That's great. Ever. 
Like it, do- it doesn't look like they've ever had any type of workplace conflict <laughs> that wasn't worked out by an HR person. They probably haven't, the, the, to be fair. So, so it's like it's it just comes off horrible. It's like the stakes should be so much higher, and you should be focused on so much more stuff. One thing I will give them credit for is they attempted to do the opening CGI. Uh, the orgy of CGI in daylight and they didn't do it at night, which I'll <laughs> give them. Goodness. Normally they will, they, they will uh, block and frame that stuff with night uh, in night settings because it's yeah. easier to, everything to fake is so CGI. dark now. It's yeah. so low effort. You can barely see anything. That's well, by design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I respect your opinion. <laughs> this show deserves not even the slightest bit of positive thing. This is the war. Like, Amongst the worst things that have been perpetrated to humanity ever, <laughs> and you should feel ashamed. Oh, okay. I'm just here trying to play devil's advocate and give them an Not attaboy for g- and, g- no. and give them one thing. Denied. De- denied. No, yes. Okay. Well, uh, so you're not a huge fan of him not being uh, of him losing his virginity. I Wasn't mean, even with Cortana. Cause you can't have sex with Cortana. Good, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says the series has already faced criticism for fans making a number of changes to the established mythology of the games. That's because everyone with a brain has been telling you to stop doing that for the last five to ten years. Mm-hmm. All you have, like, imagine living in a world like where you, there's so much vanity, where it's like somebody is like, we have these games that millions of people enjoy. Just kind of adapt this, and they're like. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Why would we take your formula for success when we can uh, ruin it, make our own thing, and then blame you when it doesn't come out well? For right. real. Like, the, the reason why we... Sorry, Mary. The reason <laughs> why we, like, basically, like, get on them so bad is because, if you guys don't remember from an earlier episode, we read an article that says, like, the screenwriters proudly said that they were not and did not going to pay any attention to the source material and they wrote like an equivalent. Two, it was like 296 scripts. 296 <laughs> scripts. doesn't even believe that. Me either. But like, it was like, like, it was like do you have 20. that much time on your hands? Based or on are you nothing. lying? Based on nothing. Because they've never played it. They don't know. So they're like, they, they talked with, I don't know who. And they were like, <laughs> I got 296 ideas. Oh of which, like, none of there which would be 10. Fan service is like the easiest thing in the world. I disagree. I think fan service actually, is like it's, easiest it's the easiest thing to ruin. Uh-huh. No, it's, a hard, it's the hardest thing in the world to get right, actually. Well, really? I talk, one of the things I bring up on here a lot of times, like you're better off just making your own show because with a Ideally, built-in yeah. fan base, you don't have built-in fans, you have built-in critics. Uh, I forget who yes. the YouTuber is. You don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore. 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, you may have gotten the benefit of the doubt. You no longer get that from from the from the consumers. So mm-hmm. uh, when when you make things, imagine they made this same show, the same awful show, and called it you know generic uh, space opera. And then it's like I mean it's kind of <laughs> bad that the lady kind of looked like my aunt uh, Phoebe who comes in a couple times a year and drinks a bottle of Chardonnay. Uh, I don't know why <laughs> she's commanding a starship, but you know the special effects were all right. Like you're a lot more liable to give leeway to something because it's new than you are when it's adapting something that you're extremely fond of. This is only Halo and name. It should actually yeah. be named like We Mix It in Space. Yeah, like this <laughs> is yeah. this is not Halo. <laughs> I love it. The X stands for war. This is not Halo. It's not. Space whammin. Space whammin. Space whammin. That, that, that's perfect. I love that. Uh, new show did by anybody, Tim Media. Yes. I don't Space whammin. Um, I don't know if anybody ever saw the uh, amazing thing called um, Homeboys in Outer Space in the 90s. But oh, no. let's. Uh, great. <laughs> We're live for the first time. I, I don't know if it's, this is the good time. I recommend <laughs> everybody go and watch Homeboys in Outer Space. That's all I'm saying. That uh, sounds great. Classic. Classic. <laughs> all right. 
So uh, we're going we're gonna to finish it off with um, the, the, the swimsuit model you never knew you wanted and, and definitely do not. I, I mean, I don't want it now. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> uh, yep, there it is. <laughs> Jeez. Well, uh, Elon Musk's mom okay. uh, is on the cover of Sports yeah, Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Um, no. No, just, why not? Just look, no. they started with the plus size no. stuff. I'm look, and now we've gotten to this point. She's uh, she like uh, the airbrushing doesn't look too bad. They also did um, Kim Kardashian and Ciara on the on the cover. It. I just thought this was like straight up Jerry. Where, where, where do we go? Where do we go <laughs> like, after this? Dogs. I, okay, and it's like, and also, I'm not even saying that she looks bad. No, like, she, she looks fantastic for her age. Yeah. But this is like so distasteful. She in has my to opinion. lean on a tree so she doesn't faint. Like, right, they must she's sucking in so hard. Best. They're like, just take the picture, picture, they Becky. Actually, I can't breathe. They actually clone stamped out a wheel, like like a, a walker. Uh, <laughs> you guys, like we're kidding. She was it's a at joke. The Met Gala with Elon Musk. She looks great. She walks great. She's sharp as hell, and she raised Elon Musk and his siblings. Yes. I love that. So okay. do what's head talk then. Don't knock her. <laughs> she's allowed to be old. I'm on Dane's side. Maybe she should be on the cover of AARP what? instead she's of She's allowed to be old, <laughs> but she is not allowed to be sexy. I'm I But she looks no. fine. What's wrong but with her? But this is so forced and contrived. This is taking all of the sex appeal out of what it's supposed to be. I like that they're humanizing Elon Musk because they've been crapping all over him left and right for his Twitter I don't know stuff. if they're accomplishing Lydia, that. Is this that? Also, is she is. Um, I don't even think that that was the goal. Yes. Well, <laughs> also, she care. was. I believe she was a runway model growing up. Yeah, she like, was a like, model. So, yeah. so she, she, she's she, a nutritionist. She, um, she raised all of her, her kids. Now. She literally raised a billionaire. I am not going to knock this lady. I don't care if she's too old to make. Well, I'm just saying anybody who raised space issue, daddy. Where are the chicks yeah, in their twenties? Well, to be fair, at, at least she is a healthy weight. Okay, let's okay. be real. Did you like, see the, is the, the bar Calvin so Island? low yes. that we're like, yes, at it least is. it's I'm not sorry, a land whale. Yeah. <laughs> can confirm uh, May uh, Musk was a dying piece. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Can see, confirm. she was beautiful. Did, did you uh, see the... Just because she's older now. <laughs> did you see the Calvin Klein ad? Oh gosh, yes, I saw Jeez. that. See, this is I don't even want to think about that, that anymore. The formula crisis matters. You had Some to bring that back up in okay? my mind. I, yes. I apologize. We're not going to talk about it. Uh, it's the the ad that Sick. must not, the, the ad that must, must not, not be, be named. Mentioned. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it says. Uh, to be a swimsuit model for Sports Illustrated, people would have locked me away as a crazy lady, she told the magazine. Uh, so she's just, she's very happy for that. So I, I, I venture no strong opinion. I thought it was kind of weird at first. Lydia's kind of swaying me toward, the pictures also, uh, the, when, I, when I originally covered this, the, the, the photo wasn't there. They've since updated right. it. So I had not seen the photo. I was like, this could have gone very wrong. Yeah, she looks fine. She looks very dignified. Um, but uh, it is definitely one of those things like we're in a weird time in culture yeah. where this is like she recently tweeted at Elon Musk when he was like oh if I die in mysterious she should just call him no she's like no don't even make that joke I'm like that's exactly what a mom should say yeah. when her kid is like oh I might die in mysterious but I feel like this is ha -ha. just more of the Teehee, I'm not like other billionaires. For real. Thing. I can't believe you're yes queening right now. No, like, I, I like this lady. She raised yes Elon Musk. These people are very smart. <laughs> She's Our obviously a good parent. R slash not like most billionaires. That's, yeah, that's yeah, Elon whatever. Musk. That's Elon Musk. Whatever. So. I'm going to do a deep dive into like May Musk lore. See if you can debunk me. Uh, <laughs> do it. Wait, what do you mean? What, what lore? I want to read her book. A she Woman Makes a, a Plan. Model, yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> well, we was I, I I thought we would end it on that. Originally, that was going to be kind of a joke, and then I felt bad after making it. Lydia made me feel bad. <laughs> Look, so I'm I, not I, saying that she's not a baddie. <laughs> I'm just exactly. saying she is. Like, don't knock she her. She shouldn't be in 
Sports Illustrated swimsuit catalog. Saying. Like that's, that's not that's fine. That's fair. That is not tasteful or maybe I, maybe she should age. be like on the cover of something like Vogue. Maybe yeah, that like that would be cool. Make a for fashion all, editorial of all some the kind with an interview. Is, like make it a thing. Yeah, for all the things she is, she was never a sports player. I have she was I, a model. That was my idea. There you go. How about athletes? Yeah, how about athletes right. on Sports Illustrated? That's a crazy that's idea. That's an idea. Dane. I don't know. There, that's always that's way out of line. Do I get a yay? Yay? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Can I get a yay just to be contrary? Okay, shut up, Brett. Okay, Brett. No, I think I think you're right. Yeah, that's fair. But still, I like me. Hashtag I, I can think change him. Yeah. Vogue, Vogue makes <laughs> more, way more sense. Yeah. I think. Right. yeah, or glamour so. or whatever. Yeah. Or so. geriatric monthly. AARP. Okay, calm down. <laughs> yeah, or USAA.com. Yeah, Perfect. there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's very ageist of all of you. And I'm frankly, I'm appalled. Don't you care. know what? Fine. I'm ageist. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to go with it. Slap yeah. that label on me. Yeah, yeah. go for it. <laughs> all right. Now that we've settled that. Uh, no. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so <laughs> much for coming today. Uh, this is the uh, first live stream. Went yeah, so fun. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, did you have fun? At least? I had a great did, time. Uh, I jumped be- behind Brett a couple times to help him figure out the super chat thing, the, but it was easily taken care the, of. We, the, the mistakes were actually minimal. Yeah. So uh, everyone who came to watch, thank you, and uh, thank you for being gracious. Well, we try to figure all this out, and we'll get yes. more comfortable with it as the days go on, but I had a lot of fun. Thanks for the um, money. Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, we got dang, money. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media? Hello, everyone. Um you may not know this, but you actually can find me now. I know. Incredible. Oh, yeah. You At Dane Font on Twitter. I saw that. You're the no greatest Twitter account ever. Is that the the at? Did you change your at to Dane Font? It's been that. Yeah, I think it's been that. Oh, okay. I thought it was like D- DP. Ah, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Dana, he's ready to fight. You guys You're going it. in flighter, <laughs> fight or flight mode. Fight or flight mode. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah. So, uh, at Dane Font and Lydia. Okay, you guys may follow me at Sarah Patchlids on Minds and Twitter.com. I wanted to say, for the record, we had 158 viewers and 157 likes. Someone is slacking. I want all of you guys to press like and Find to share that this. One Find person. the one person and shame them. To the gulag. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning This has been super <laughs> fun. And you guys can also follow find all my socials at SarahPatchlids.me. Thank you so much. And Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and WeChat at Closer Kitty. Whenever I post articles on Timcast, I r- promote them on Instagram. Uh, by the way, thanks for all the money, you guys. <laughs> yes. We've had the time of our lives we have. today. I've never seen so much money at one We're time. We're so excited. Lydia has a great Substack. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's on my um, um, my socials as well. They're at the top. Yes. All right, guys. Again, thank you. You can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasvick. It does mean the world to me that you guys came out to watch today. Uh, This will be Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. We're going to do this every single day. People have been asking. They wanted the full episode, something that they could watch the entire entire way through. So now the people who who listen on Spotify will be missing out. Uh, They will not have the... They'll be missing out big time, you guys. Not good. Just subscribe. at my uh, my beautiful coworkers. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is a... See? Look at that post from Dane. Uh, So if you are not, uh, if you're (laughs) listening to this right now on Spotify, you're missing out, please check us out Monday through Friday on YouTube at 3 p.m. Uh, for me, uh, what else? Uh, YouTube. So it's Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Pandora. That's where all of it's available. For social medias, you can find us on Twitter at popculture underscore show. We are on Facebook and TikTok at popculturecrisis. And we are also on Instagram now at popculturecrisispod. And we Ooh. will be back with another episode 3 p.m. tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>